This episode is supported by ED Wine Company. If you're located in the GTA, Hamilton, Kitchener, or Guelph, you need to get ED Wine Company in your life. Sommelier Elizabeth Davies curates four wines for you and delivers them right to your door. Each bottle comes hand-wrapped with tasting notes about what you're sipping. It's an approachable way to explore the world of wine and helps you learn a thing or two along the way. Check them out on Instagram at edwineco and go to edwine.ca to sign up for either monthly delivery like Shane and I get or just a single wine package, whatever works best for you. When you sign up, make sure to use the promo code thisfamilytree10 to get 10% off. Again, that's edwine.ca and thisfamilytree10. But Alex. Yeah, Shane. It's time for date night. Hello, everyone. I'm Alex and I'm here with my husband, Shane. We just ate pasta. But we're not lethargic. Because I'm the pod master. Good one. <laughs> Good one on you. You came up with it this week. Yeah, I did. I, a lot of thought went into it. I like it. Did I, th- I was expecting bigger laughs, but hey, sometimes you expect things and you only get hurt in the end. <laughs> well, Shane, cheers. Shane and I are about to dig into or continue digging into a bottle of wine that we just opened. Can we- you call it digging in if you're drinking something? I think digging in is reserved for food only. Well, I think it can be reserved for drinks too. We're saying it for drinks this week and Sounds like we're using our hands and it's not a good visual. (laughs) Continue. Anyhow, we get a subscription from ED Wine Company. So we are opening up a bottle and we are going to try to guess the tasting notes. So the wine this week is Herdade do Arepiado Velho Tinto 2018. You're welcome. I was just going to say that. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry to all the Portuguese people here. But Shane, cheers. I already did, but... Fruity on the nose. Okay, I'm thinking here. All right, so there's a lot of flavor. I'd say this is a very full-bodied wine, right? I I, I don't think it is. Just because I'm basing it on alcohol content, it feels like a lower alcohol content. I don't... But does body have to do with alcohol? According to ED Wines founder Elizabeth Davies, yes. Solely, though? No, but that's what I'm... I base it on my wooziness level. So I didn't eat a lot today, and I'm not feeling that woozy. Okay, because to me, it tastes full-bodied. There's a big punch. Is there a lot of tannins in this to you? To me, no. To me, it has... My mouth is watering, so the acidity is high. Mm-hmm. But the the tannins... My mouth isn't being dried out, so no. Like, I, my I mouth is it. really watering. I'm, like, drooling right now. <laughs> I, feel, I feel the tannins a little bit, but I think you're right, more of the acidity. And then it tastes very fruity to me. Do do you taste that? Well, yeah, but you could say any wine is fruity being made with mm-hmm. grapes. Could you no, not? some some taste quite fruity. This tastes pretty fruity. Do I taste cherry is my question. Black currants? That's come up before. I might taste black currants. See, this one to me is not leathery. It's not No, it's not leathery. It's more of that like oaky fruitiness than the I'm not feeling oak. Earthy, leathery. No, I'm not feeling earth, not feeling leather, not feeling oak. We're at odds today then. I'm going cherry. I'm Th- going blackcurrant. Okay, let's see what it is. Okay. So I'm going to read the tasting notes that come with each bottle of wine that the sommelier has written for us. Pour yourself a glass and it will fill with a deep, dark, opaque red wine. It is very dark. I was noticing that. If you think it looks impressive, just wait until you taste it. Purple plum, blackberry, cassis, and violets. It's like biting into a ripe, juicy, dark plum. The tannins are big and firm and very well integrated. What? Why would <laughs> she lie? No, in but her here, here's notes? here's the thing. Maybe with the well integrated means that it's like when you taste it because it's so well integrated with everything, like the acids, it doesn't just totally dry out your mouth. And it's, you know what I mean. I'll accept that. Yeah, yeah. I'm right still. <laughs> 
The wine was aged in large oak vats, resulting in a touch of vanilla, tobacco, and cedar. Okay, I gotta taste it again now with these notes. We're sipping Toriga Nacional. Originally used to make port, it's a native to Portugal. These days, as port and sweet wines in general are falling out of favor, we're seeing it made into wine. I absolutely love this bottle, and lamb would be a great match. We actually had it with a lamb ragu tonight, and it tasted so good, and that was unintentional. But wait, is port from Portugal? Is that yeah? What? It's from it's from. Is port not wine? It is wine, but it's a sweeter wine. You mm. often have it like after dinner as like a dessert wine with cheese or something. This really makes your lips purple. Are my lips purple? Yes, and so are mine. Mm. It looks good on you, but <laughs> yeah. All no, right, so you win that round. I like it. I like it so much. But hold on, I just want to try it one more time, knowing that you could taste tobacco, cedar, and vanilla power of persuasion always wins so shane may i start off this week you may so i am in the middle of doing a partnership with a jeweler and they asked me they sent me a questionnaire and they had me write answers to you know different questions as like a kind of a profile on me that they're doing on the podcast one of the questions they asked me was name a time that you were vulnerable and how it paid off in the end so i mentioned that a time i was vulnerable was when i got together with Shane uh, because I had been a really terrible partner in the past. And even at the beginning of our relationship, I was like trying to do the jealousy trap thing. But then eventually when you realize, no, like I really love this person, you kind of shed all of that and you just have to go for it and you have to be all in. And I was totally all in with you. And there's only been- When did you become all in? See, I felt- After Lou was born or Betty? (laughs) (laughs) No, I felt all in- right away like in my heart when did you act all in i acted all in i think when we got engaged (laughs) which only six months into our relationship come on but i felt all in right away but i still i knew i should have been checking that phone more often (laughs) had so many opportunities that's not what i mean that's not what i mean i think i was acting in the sense that you know i still try to like make you jealous when we went out and things like that that's not good well you were living it you were there don't act like you're surprised I'm not surprised. I'm just telling the <laughs> listeners, Shane didn't think that's good. So sometimes the it's listeners need to know what I'm thinking. Yeah, no, don't go that route. But that was always what I did in relationships. I was a terrible partner. And when I became all in with you, I like, that's very much how I'm feeling. And why am I getting emotional? That's very much how I'm feeling now. And it's the best feeling in the world. And it's so freeing and it's so liberating. And it's, it's just nice. It's so comforting. So I think when I finally did that you know my life got so much better and i'm so curious for you what time in your life or name a time whenever in your life from when you were a kid till now that you were vulnerable and the payoff oh giving my wedding speech i was very vulnerable i cried through half my wedding speech by the way i I hadn't been to a lot of weddings my wedding speech was about three and a half hours long uh (laughs) It was like I didn't know. I thought, oh, you're supposed to go through your whole life. I had no idea. I spent so much time memorizing it, and it took forever. But everyone said it was the best speech they had ever heard. It was a good payoff. But then I went to other weddings, and they were just like very concise and perfect, like appropriate. I felt like mine was a little bit inappropriately good. You know what I mean? It, it was like dominating the night or something. Just to give people an idea about how uh, nervous and vulnerable Shane was for his speech. So 
just the days leading up to our wedding he's practicing like on his own and you know he's taking time to go in the other room and practice and I'm sitting there and I'm like oh oh man like I'm just I'm gonna wing it like I don't know what he's doing this is easy for me I'm gonna wing it we'll get to that in a second (laughs) and uh and then the day of the wedding right so we get married in my parents backyard it's really beautiful and then we finish the, the ceremony part and then we tell everybody, okay, like food's open, everybody go and eat, and then we're going to start the party kind of, right? We're going to do speeches and start the party. Shane, the second we get married, I mean, like the second we finished smooching in front of everybody, you go, we got to go practice. And you whisked me away up to my childhood bedroom and you, <laughs> you were so seriously practicing like you hadn't even had a drink like you did not want to do everything I was having a champagne and everything and I'm like kind of chill I'm not practicing anything because again I'm winging it and you were so the energy was wild because not only is it our wedding day so it's like endorphins and adrenaline and everything but then you just had this manic presence about you And you're pacing my childhood bedroom, going over certain parts of the speech in your head and everything. And I'm just sitting at you. I'm like, should I say something? Should I comfort him? Should I not say something? I don't know what to do because I was feeling so lax. But then come speech time, you just slaughtered it. Like there was not a dry eye in the house. I was a ball bag. I was just a mess. But wait, I can't remember this. Like I remember practicing, but it's weird because the speech is kind of about you. So was I revealing the whole entire speech to you? No, or no, just no. You, you were doing it in your head. So you're pacing in oh, this. Oh, and I have you trapped in the bedroom and you're you're monitoring me? Shane, it was. Why are you with me? Because you point? told me I needed to practice. <laughs> oh. You said let's practice our speech. Well, I don't know. I was running on some weird no, plus anxiety we, autopilot. You were plus, you know, we had like a small portion together where I guess we were thanking everybody for being there and whatnot. But you really, you really did knock it out of the park. And it's so funny because Shane and I did not have a videographer. We did not, it was our photographer. We didn't even hire a photographer. (laughs) He did it for free. He came down from Ottawa. And if you don't live in this area, that's how how far away is that? Five hours? It's far, yes. Five or six hours. Maybe eight hours even. So it's a very far car drive. He took the train down to our city. He's, and how it happened is I, I guess he saw a picture of Alex. It would mind, mind you. He was friends with my friend. He contacted you. I guess he's trying to expand his portfolio. And uh, he did it for free. We ended up giving him a, a nominal fee, but it was still very. Nominal. Uh, <laughs> it was nominal. But here's the thing. like It was his first wedding. And he wasn't really comfortable in the zone yet. So he did it for free as like a practice. And not to put him down, but he did take several photos where I was wearing tight pants and my phone was visible. And I feel like an experienced photographer would say, take that phone out of Shane, your pocket. several photos is the understatement. Well, and we've century. blown up some of these Are photos. <laughs> because they were all of our photos together yeah and i have an iphone 8 plus which if anyone knows iphones that is the biggest iphone they've ever made like steve jobs or whoever was like nah, let's never make one that big again because it just it's not 
physically possible to put it in your pocket comfortably. And you had the tightest pants, tight wedding dress pants on and they were blue. And I was like five pounds heavier than I had planned on being. So they didn't fit the way you'd want them to fit. They were all bunched up and the, the iPhone just made them so much tighter. And uh. but you know what? It's funny because I was actually talking to now we're going off track a little bit. <laughs> a little. <laughs> I was speaking with a photographer friend today and I was joking about this with her about how he's this photographer now he's an amazing wedding our wedding photographer he's phenomenal i go on to his thing now and again and it's he's mocha tree photography he's absolutely incredible if you're in the ottawa area check him out because he is so wonderful and he is so talented but we were the very first wedding again and he we didn't know him like the wedding day was our very first day meeting him (laughs) so you know i think it was a little it's just it's weird right but it it worked out so well and this other photographer was saying how much she loved our wedding photos just because they were so raw and so real and i was like (laughs) yeah i guess you you couldn't get around it with shane's giant phone in his pocket and neither one of us really knew how to pose we were just crying the whole time and yeah. Do you remember like half the pictures we were just bawling? Yeah, well, there's a lot of pressure to cry when you're waiting there to see the bride for the first time. You feel like the photo's going to be ruined if you're not crying. <laughs> so I had a lot of pressure to cry and then so, I actually wanted did you to cry. Did you fake cry? No, I didn't fake cry, but I certainly wasn't brushing away those tears. <laughs> <laughs> well, they made for great photos. But okay, so back to the speeches. Your speech was beautiful and you still hear about that, right? Like you were getting, were you not getting text messages weeks following our wedding? Yeah, like I went to other weddings and everyone would be like, oh, Shane, I'm, this isn't going to top your wedding. <laughs> and I was at another wedding and a theme of the wedding was they left a nice note about every single person in the right. wedding. Yeah, that was And my so note generous. was how great my speech was at my wedding. <laughs> <laughs> it's like good speech giver. <laughs> and, but you, Alex, uh, now your wedding speech wasn't bad, mm. but it was interestingly borderline awkward because you were like ah, and shane look at him he's hot <laughs> i think so i didn't know what to say about shane and i started getting so emotional and i was sputtering out he's just so sexy yes that's what you said, <laughs> I, said I said the word sexy in my wedding speech and for the majority of the ceremony I was grabbing your butt and we don't have any video, like professional video of our wedding, but several of our friends sent me Snapchats of our wedding after and it was just a zoom in of my hand squeeching your butt the whole time. Squeeching. (laughs) (laughs) Squeeching. Yeah, it felt good though. Um, The the squeeching or the wedding speeches? The speeches, the squeeching was a little hard, but... (laughs) But yeah, yours was more of an endearing vibe. Mine was like almost too try hard where some people who don't have a like people I feel like people who went to a lot of weddings might be eye rolling a little bit. But Oh no. I, I thought yours was still so Yeah, I had a little comedy in there too to break it up, but uh if I was to do it again, I would shorten it by at least half an hour. Well, I'm glad you didn't. And I honestly I'm so glad. In a sense, part of me wishes that we did have a videographer and part of me wishes that we did have those moments forever, especially like when my memory gets bad and I'm old and wrinkly and stuff. But another part of me is so happy that we don't have it on video. And then 
it's just like forever this amazing thing that can never be topped and reality can't touch and it's just you know golden in my in my memory i did not want that on film or anything (laughs) it wouldn't feel the same no because the atmosphere was a lot of it too like it was such a such a great atmosphere but why don't you start with your questions okay sorry i uh, hijacked that for a bit but it worked out well last week we started with an obama imitation (laughs) an impersonation someone might call it it was so great this week, I'd like to start on a similar note with something light and fun, like a rap battle. Shane, yes. you used to be a rapper. Yeah, but I was. those were pre-written rhymes. This is a freestyle. Now, I say we go for a minute each. A minute? Well, I'm not we'll going to be able to come up with 10 seconds. I'll, I'll throw out words. Jeez Louise. Part okay. of the fun is how bad it is. All right. Now, I'm going to put a minute on. And every 10 seconds, I'll yell out a word, and then you can try to incorporate that word. Okay. Maybe every 20 seconds. Okay. Ready? You're first, right? Oh, am I? Okay. Okay. No, I'll go first, because I don't want to have to live up to you. Wait, wait, wait. If it's a battle, that means we have to be mean to each other. No, no. It's not. We're not going to be mean to each other. Okay. That'll be too hard to edit, because you'll say stuff that... No, I know. I, I don't know how to... Just rap about anything. Okay. okay, so my first word that I'd like you to use is acorn. Go. A- acorn? What rhymes with acorn? Okay. Okay, you tell me when you're ready. Ready. Go. In the fall, we collect acorns, and then we come in and I make the bacon. Because I'm the mom, yeah, I'm the mom, and I am the rapper of the song. You're the dad. You are real rad. You think you're more rad than you actually are, but that's okay because your dad bought me a car. Remote control. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. And today's date night. And try as I might, hold it all in because I just want to crawl across that couch and give you a smooch because you just look so hot. You're my little poochie pooch. And with your long hair, you're like an Italian god. And... Button. (laughs) Alex, this is terrible. Like, this is beyond terrible. This isn't even like effort. This is effort. I know you're not a rapper. Okay, that's a timer. Okay, I've never seen someone lose so bad before it even started. Let's try it. Wait, do you have words for me? Okay, wait, what I am I doing? I gave you words. Why would I give no, you I'm, words I'm, I'm, to give to me? <laughs> then I could pre-plan a rap, couldn't I? The okay, so p- should I make up words to give to you? <laughs> make up words? Yeah, just say a word. Okay. okay. And so give me a word to begin. Yes. And then is a minute on the board. Uh, yes. And then say the word and then hit it and then I'll try to rhyme. Da Vinci. I'm like Da Vinci and here's the code. We're on date night and I'm in rap mode. Now, tonight is such a fun thing. Alex is wearing gold, but where's your gold ring? She doesn't even wear her wedding (laughs) ring no more. She don't care. This marriage is a snore. It's a bore. It's a folklore. But you know what? I wouldn't want it any other way. We talked about our wedding day in my speech. And listen, did I teach? You're supposed to throw words out. Sorry, sorry. You're doing... to throw the best words out to reach the audience my words were like a warm blanket i don't know how to rhyme with blanket (laughs) so i'm just gonna keep it warm and fuzzy like a blanket do the words need to rhyme i don't know what's the time hey 10 seconds left i got 10 seconds left there was no last word but i'll rhyme with climped what (laughs) climped 
how how can you not even how can you not even do the throwing out words part? Klimt isn't a word. No, we have a painting. It's a Gustav Klimt. I'm looking at that, and I said Da Vinci earlier, so it's the wow. only thing that came out of my head. Okay, I'm not saying I was good. But I might as well have been Eminem and 8 Mile because you were not only terrible at the rhymes, but throwing out words on the other end. I feel so much pressure. You know, it vomit you're, on even my... say, you're even saying that like a rapper. I feel so much pressure. You vomit on my sweater already. Mom's spaghetti. I'm nervous. But on the surface, I look calm. I'm ready to drop bombs. But I keep on forgetting what I wrote down. Yeah, that's from the movie 8 Mile, Alex. Well, that's not impressive. I can rap when I have something written down. Yeah, a lot of people can. It's just rhyming words. Right. Okay, so actually. Okay, do you want to try again? No. Okay. Because story it time. will never get better. Story time. Story time is that you have evidence, and now everybody else has, has evidence of what a bad freestyler I am. <laughs> <laughs> but when I was in grade 11, there was a rumor going around that I was an incredible freestyler and lots of people in my high school thought I was an incredible freestyler because at a party one day I just everybody like there was like a group freestyling in a corner and I was like okay this is not my jam but I'm just gonna go in there and like do a joke and leave and they're all gonna know it's a joke and I rapped the song I'm a gangster do you remember that song Damn, it feels good to be a gangster. I'm a no. gangster. I'm a straight up G. The gangster life is the life oh, for so me. Oh, you stole rhymes and no, pawned them off a, as your own. It, but here's the song. The the rap song itself, the I'm a gangster thing, is not even like a real, like it's a, a joke. It's a parody song. It's a joke song. Yeah. So I took this joke song and I went and rapped it to a group of people who I thought ever I thought this song was viral. I thought everybody knew it. Anyhow, this group had never heard that song. So then when I left the circle, being like, oh, that was a funny joke, they're all standing there like, whoa, Alex can freestyle like crazy. <laughs> and then at parties after that, people kept trying to get me to freestyle and be like, no, 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 not tonight, guys. Because I realized they were all serious and they actually thought that I was a good rapper. And clearly... I yeah. mean, a lot of people have thought I was a good freestyler and uh, we were supposed to leave a wedding once to attend. A do you remember that? Yes, I do. And uh, I just I, I started getting flop sweat. I couldn't do it. I, could, I couldn't <laughs> face the crowd. Wait, what's flop sweat? Flop sweat is that type of internal combustible energy you get when you're about to bomb in front of an audience and so you're so scared that you get like a, a, a spattering of sweat on your forehead. Is it? reserved just for like rap battles or is that just no for any nervous? it's any time you're in front of a large group and you are just blowing it you know that feeling you get where you're just embarrassed and it's the worst type of embarrassment because yes. it's happening in real time there's it's inescapable that is what flop sweat is so that's what i was experiencing at this party when i was supposed to rap battle this this guy and everyone thought i was going to be so good but this man was much more confident in me <laughs> and then i just had to like kind of back out but one time this is before i knew you when i was in my like tinder days i was dating a weather woman mm, i know call... all about this weather woman so i wanted to impress her one night <laughs> and i had had too many beers and i just called her at like 2 a.m you know when you're young 2 a.m is not, <laughs> not that late on a saturday night she's like hello i'm like listen to this and she's like okay and i just rapped for <laughs> Two and a half minutes, which doesn't sound long, but in rap <laughs> time, time, that is a long time. And it was the most, 
it was the perfect wording. Everything I said flowed together so perfectly. And then I just hung up and she was in awe. She was like, that was well, like, did, wait, did you rap about her? What did you rap about? It was just, it was comedy. It was romance. It was intrigue. It was everything. So Shane, you've never rapped for me, like a personal rap. Should I be no. jealous? I think I was just really desperate to and have a girlfriend or something. It's 2 a.m. It's I guess it's 2 a.m., but some people can fail terribly if they're it's 2 a.m. and it's not right. But this succeeded in the most wild way. It was a huge swing. And a lot of times you take a big swing, it's a big miss. This just paid off, and th- this person really, really liked me after that. Wow. And, you know, to be honest, I, I, I really also liked her. It was, it was mm-hmm. mutual. I probably liked her more than she liked me. But uh, just the timing wasn't right to have a relationship. <laughs> yeah, you know why it wasn't right? Why? Because you met me a few weeks after. I did. And, and the then the timing was, right, was freaking right. Yeah. And you had to say goodbye to everybody else. Yes, I did. I'm hoping. Well, you know, there's always a couple hangers on. A Who couple are the hangers on? But yeah, that is, uh, that's my rapping story. So that was my first question. Well, will I you- just, just to let you know, I will remain jealous until I get my own two minute comedy slash romantic rap. Should I try it? Yes. Can I do two minutes? Yes. But you have to throw words to make Wait, it real. Well, it has to be funny and it has to be romantic at the same time. Okay. Okay. I'll only make you go for one minute. Okay. Let's and do- a half. Okay. Here's the timer. Okay. One and a half. Okay. Give me the first word. The first word is seashell. I love you more than I love the ocean in a seashell. Because you ring my bell. Man, I'd go to hell if I wasn't with you. Because with anyone else, it would be a lie. And I couldn't wait to die and go back to heaven, which is with you. I love you more than the number two. And believe you me, I don't like taking a pee. I like taking a poo. Because I love you. (laughs) You still have a full minute left? Give me more. A full minute. Sorry, couch. (laughs) What's (laughs) You ruined you ruined my flow, Couch, Alex. Shane, get I know. into it. Now I'm out of it. Do you I'm want to done. make it or not? No, I Fine. don't. I don't anymore. You're I quit. cut from this record label. Because wait, that screwed me up. You said I have a minute left. You had a full minute left. But I started. I said we were only going to do this for one minute. And then I said a minute thirty, and you can listen to this back, and you will hear me saying a minute thirty more than once. You ruined the moment. But how oh, was please. I? You were pretty good. I mean, came up a little short. Well, you're not good at refing a rap battle. Reffing? And I don't mean to hurt you. Okay, well, do I said the reffing. second minute right now. Hold on. I'm what do you get... mean second minute? No, because you just did 30 seconds, so you still have a full minute left. So okay, I'm give me set a up... word. Give me a word. Okay. Okay. Podcast. Go. We're doing a podcast. Will it last? I hope so. It doesn't go too fast like a marriage because it's flying by because when you're having a good time, the time goes by by now. Me, oh my, look at you. Look at son. (laughs) Now we have two daughters, but you're like the sun because you're so bright and hot. Now I like you a lot. Gold. You are gold, not mold. <laughs> Has it ever been told that I would be with you forever? Forever, ever? Forever, ever? Pasta. Pasta. I like you, Alasta. I am like the master. <laughs> There's so many, <laughs> well, look, we got to the 15 second mark. So I All think right. that's I think that's good. Well, Shane, cheers because you did better than I'd ever be able to do. Okay. Um, question number <laughs> question number two, as we're at like the forty minute mark of the podcast. Okay. 
This is going to be a tough one to edit. Okay, bags of sugar again. Bags of sugar. No, I'm you... kidding. That was our <laughs> our last podcast. One of my topics was sugar uh, babies. Sugar babies, which actually wasn't a bad was topic. A, no, it was a great topic. But he didn't mean sugar babies. He meant like actually taking care of a bag of sugar. Okay, these are really weird questions. Right, I'm going to edit them out if they don't if they're not fruitful. So here we go. What's the stupidest thing you'd do if you had a week left to live? If I had a week left to live? Yeah. Oh, oh. Ooh, the stupidest thing that I might want to do is go in an eating competition against Kobayashi. And I just try to see how many burgers I get down and compare it to him. Hmm. What about you? I would probably play video games, my favorite video games from my youth. That's not stupid. That's nostalgic. Okay. And I would try to watch a bunch of movies that I always wanted to see that I never did, like classic films. Not stupid. Okay. <laughs> Do you know who Kobayashi is? Yeah, he's the hot dog eating guy. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. What's one amazing combination of foods that no one knows except you? Okay, obviously, like the Oreos and the peanut butter, everybody knows because of Lindsay Lohan's parent trap. That's a thing. Do people know about peanut butter and sriracha? Do you know about that? I didn't know that word, second word there. What, can you sriracha. Say? The hot sauce. It's sriracha. 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 <laughs> okay. Anyhow, uh, peanut butter, like on toast, you know, with sriracha. Can we try that anyhow again? Anyhow. <laughs> I'm exasperated. Anyhow, toast with peanut butter and sriracha is very yummy and it tastes like pad thai on a sandwich but it's very tasty mm, that's good what yeah. is i eat some weird food combinations what is something that i do well that, i was gonna ask you what weird food combinations i eat because i feel like you know that i guess putting nutella on a banana isn't that crazy no that's not crazy it's very delicious though all right moving on what is the most impressive event that you've ever in- attended no oh, well we talked about this on the podcast i think the Cannes film festival would be for me. Okay. What about you? I was I snuck into an Oasis concert. It was pretty cool. Front That's row. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. And hey, you and I were probably at that same Oasis concert. See, I think you and I have been to a lot of the same concerts, but when we didn't know each other, you know? Mm-hmm. So we were both at that Oasis concert, and I think we were both at the same Kings of Leon concert as well. Because like I've seen them twice. It? Did they come to Hamilton? Uh, I did, I've never seen them in hell. Then in Toronto, in Toronto, and I had a I had a, a box, but it was like on floor level, so it was like right beside the stage, and I had like a box. Oh, I I saw them before they were that big. I saw them when they I saw them smaller on shows. like the Sex on Fire tour, that one. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I I went to one of those, but I saw them like when you had to be cool to know them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I wasn't that cool. I wasn't, I didn't know about them, obviously, till that song. But then the Kings of Leon effect, they have the amazing back catalog, which you and I always yeah. talk about. Just the best back catalog. And then you're like, oh my gosh, this album that I fell in love with them on is the worst album of all of them. And that's even fantastic. And it's just, they have so much. I remember the first time I heard them, there's a bar called Absinthe. Mm. And it, what was the street it used to be on? Like, there's the new King Absinthe, street. which isn't as good, but. It used to be on King. Yeah, it was on King Street in Hamilton, and 
no one used to go to Absinthe. This is, it became this massive thing called Motown. On Wednesday night, there'd be lineups around the block. It but was I used wildly to, popular. I used to go when no one would go. And you could actually smoke in the basement. There was a pool table like, down there. Like, how old are you? Very old. <laughs> I'm, 30, I'm 38. So this was almost... Alex, I'm serious. This was almost 20 years ago. That is crazy. I know. So I'm listening to... I'm just down there sitting on a couch and... I think I might have even been like smoking a cigar just because you could. I'm drinking just with my friends. There's like no one. It wasn't even a dance place. And this album comes on. It's like, aha, shake, tape, jingo. And I was like, this song is amazing. And then I asked the DJ because it was fairly easy to uh, talk to the DJ because literally <laughs> no one was there. And he's like, Kings of Leon. So I was like trying to remember it, trying to remember it. And then I forgot it. Next day I forgot. I was like, oh, what is this? And then I heard Dave Grohl on in an interview. He's like, oh, one of my favorite upcoming bands is this band called Kings of Leon. And I was like, that's the band. It reminded me. And from that day forward, I've been obsessed with Kings of Leon. Okay, so one of my favorite Kings of Leon songs, probably my favorite is Knocked Up. What's yours? I love Knocked Up. That That is awesome. But uh, wait, I'll, I'll play just a little bit of it right now. Of Knocked Up? No, of my oh. favorite one. I, I do love Knocked Up, but it's not my favorite. See, babe, this is why we need a record player. Because we could be sitting here on date nights, even just like a little tiny Oh, they just came out with a new album. They did? Yeah, it's got two songs out. Let's listen to them after this. But it's called When You See Yourself. Cool. But only two of the songs on the album have officially been released and playable. Okay. So I'm going to play my favorite song. I'll be in the lobby drinking for two. You okay? Yeah. Fixing my shoe. <laughs> great fan. Get the great zipper band. fixed on my shoe. Something like that. See, and I'm so grateful that I got to see them. The only reason I went, so I went with this guy, bleep the name when you edit this. And I tell you this because you have not bleeped names in the past. But do you know The Do you know him? No. Oh, he's like a notorious a-hole. Why? Uh, Does that mean he's a womanizer? He thinks he is, but he's... Did he womanize you? No, no. He brought me to this Kings of Did Leon. Did you womanize him? Uh, well, I... In a way, actually. So I, he brought me to this concert. We went with friends of his. We had this incredible, incredible... Because he was like on some big lacrosse team or hockey team <laughs> is there a big lacrosse team in existence name one lacrosse you know, team. he played and, lacrosse or hockey i forget which one but any listener out there i want to play a game with you try to think of the most famous lacrosse team you know the badgers the badgers <laughs> <laughs> any team could be the badgers anyhow so we had incredible seats because he got them through his team and like i said it was a box beside the stage on like ground floor so we were like stage level it was it was really wild like they were amazing seats but he kept trying to make a move on me what kind of move well he kept trying to like give me a smooch and i wasn't into it so how how do you repel it back in the day before everything got to the point where people know hey this is i hope people know that this isn't a thing to be doing like we need to ask people for kisses and Mm -hmm. permission how did you defend yourself like what was your go-to move to bat a kiss away i told him i was gay you did yes he believed it he believed it and he said well then why are you here (laughs) i said because i like kings of leon you actually said you were gay Wow. So Alex just told me in a bonus part of the story that was pretty mind-blowing, but we cannot use it. But wow. 
<laughs> but yeah, I, 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 you know, he was shocked and surprised and, you know, was like, all right, fine, in the end. And he was just kind of pissed at me, I think, for maybe leading him on. But hey, good concert. <laughs> okay, I, I'm not sure how long we've been recording here. but One more ma- question. One more question. Let me try to find a good one here. Okay, wait, wait, I have a question. I have a question. Put it down. This is the last question. Okay. Who is your, out of everybody who is dead, who is the person that you feel is most like you? Like if you were a reincarnated version of somebody famous who is currently dead, who would that be? Oh, they have to be famous. Mm -hmm. See, that's so hard, Alex. That's like, you took the question like reasonable and then made it so impossible to answer. Okay, anybody. Anybody. Okay, my grandfather would be the most like me. Mm. But I don't know other people who are famous and dead. How would I know what they're like? You look like Errol Flynn. Well, that's who my grandfather looked like. But I don't know Errol Flynn. Errol Flynn was a terrible alcoholic. And (laughs) like he had a bunch of problems. Did you know Errol Flynn fact? I think I've told you this before when we first met. But he used to castrate sheep with his teeth before he was an actor. (laughs) (laughs) So I was going to say Errol Flynn. You see, you see the problem with this? I was going to say maybe Errol Flynn, but I don't know him beyond how he looks. And I mm-hmm. guess that because I have a mustache and some people could say we look alike. Now, my grandfather, my grandfather was considered to be humorous. He was also considered to be very awkward and uncomfortable in a lot of situations. <laughs> and I never, I thought he was strange when I was young. I was like, why is it as he just hug me? Why why is he being strange and um, almost like in his own world when we would be at family gatherings? And now I can feel like that at times. And I really am relating to him more as an older man than I was when I was a kid. I thought he was just comically out of place. Mm-hmm. But now I totally see that the, you know, the apple's falling from the trees. What about you? No, that's a good answer. Well, tonight I feel like I look like Anita Eckberg, Anita Eckberg with a smaller chest is how I feel I look. <laughs> Might want to get the Google ready. Well, hold on. I'm going to show you a photo. You tell me if this is the vibe I'm pulling tonight with a smaller chest. Let me see. Alex is Googling on her phone. About to turn the phone over to me. Okay, ready? Wait. Okay, hold this. Take my phone. Oh, yeah. Your chest is definitely smaller than this woman's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah the chest is smaller i will confirm big time but i'm okay oh the i haven't Wait, looked on, at the face on. yet hold on body type let me see chest aside okay you have more chin hair than her <laughs> <laughs> well um obviously you're both very beautiful um yeah you have a similar body type you're both very attractive the joke is alex has been growing a singular chin hair so i'm not just uh i plucked hair it. shaming i plucked it but okay, yeah. Hey, this episode's done, okay? All this right. is a great episode. You look like Ingar Hoofden. What's her name? There you go. There, she's wearing black there. What's her name? Is that, see, see those hips? Yeah. Much like my hips after giving birth. Those hips don't lie. You are a spitting image of... I'm Shakira. An- Anita Exberg. Alex is doing the Shakira dance. But hey, if you like <laughs> my this... My hips don't lie. That was pretty good. <laughs> Do your Melissa Villasenor. <laughs> Wait... I, I don't know what she talks like. I forget. 
Um, do you know Melissa Villasenor from SNL? That's pretty good. Okay, so <laughs> if you like this podcast, give us five stars. Give us a comment. Give us a rating of five stars, which I already asked. Okay, this wine might be full-bodied. Thank you so much for listening to Date, Date Night. Night. Bye. <laughs>